Respected brothers, respected elders, mothers and sisters listening at home. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created insan for a purpose, for a reason. A reason that is clearly defined in the Quran, which is ibadatullah, to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the one and only, the independent one. That is the purpose behind the creation of ins and jinn. Secondly, to strengthen the iman, that we stay dedicated and committed in carrying out a'male saliha. Amal Saliha basically can be translated as good actions, actions that are accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, actions that is endorsed by the Quran and Hadith. We have Amal Saliha or Amal Khair, and we have also Amal Sayyia or Amal Sharr. A'mal-e khair or A'mal-e saliha, good actions, are those actions that take you directly to the gates of Jannah. And contrary to that, A'mal-e A'mal-e sharr, are those actions, may Allah save us all, that take you directly to the gates of Jahannam. And it is for this reason, many, many Anbiya alayhimu salatu wassalam were sent for the guidance of mankind and to clearly explain to them the difference between A'mal-e Saliha and A'mal-e Sayyia. 
the actions and the words of the messengers works like a criterion for the rest of the people and every action is judged through the actions of Anbiya alayhim salatu wassalam In this session I don't want to talk about a'mal khair I want to touch on the subject of a'mal sayyi'ah a'mal sayyi'ah evil action In some cases respected brothers and elders and the mothers and sisters listening at home some individuals are so much connected to a'mal sayyi'ah bad and evil actions that it becomes the natural quality inside them it is something that is inherent inside them in fact bad actions become their second nature to such an extent that they don't even take that evil action to be bad Allahu Akbar and the most common and effective disease by which the Ummat of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is suffering today without a doubt and the most powerful tool of the Shaitan the most powerful tool of the Shaitan is the sin of Ghibat backbiting it has become a norm in the society today to backbite it has become a trend to, to talk behind your Muslim brother backbiting means literally backbiting would mean to speak ill of your Muslim brother in his absence that is the basic translation of gibat or backbiting it is accepted in the society that we live in in fact we take pleasure in listening to the comments and the gossips that come to us we enjoy that company we enjoy that person's company who is in the habit of speaking false and who has this habit of Allahu Akbar indulging into ghibat all the time in some cases we won't share the ghibat but yet we will relish the occasion to stand there with that individual and to hear what that person is saying a lethal disease Allahu Akbar which is found in our gatherings in our assemblies, in our dialogues, in our conversations, even a two-minute chit-chat on a telephone call at home, the ladies, the men, Allahu Akbar, everyone, the minute we've exchanged salams and that's it, that poison of the shaitan is dripping on the tongue and the shaitan is there, poisoning the tongues and in that conversation Allahu Akbar that brother is like that he is that he is that he is that that brother did that enjoying every moment of that ghibat but not realizing Allahu Akbar 
how close he has drawn himself to the gates of Jahannam. How close, not realizing that. We don't even take that as a sin. Sin for us is for that person who's got alcohol in his hand, drinking alcohol. That's guna. Taking wine is guna. Making zina is guna. Consuming the flesh of khanzir, pork is guna. But give it the invisible sin. That is not guna. Something that you can't see. But in the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said, Al-ghibatu ashaddu min zina Al-ghibatu ashaddu min zina That ghibat backbiting is far more severe and worse and it is a, a heinous crime even compared with zina, fornication. Alama have said it is tantamount to taking in alcohol, wine, the consummation of khinzir, all that one side. And gibat on the other side, gibat takes precedence, the worst guna. Why? Because here you are actually pointing at the identity of your Muslim brother and the value of your Muslim brother, that Muslim brother is more valuable in the sight of Allah than even Khana Iqaba. A hadith you've, you've heard from the scholars so many times. Alaihi Wasallam was making tawaf and he said to the companion, companions that were there, that the respect and the honor of the Muslim is far more greater than the house of Allah Khana Iqaba. And Gibat means to despise your brother, to talk bad about him, Allahu Akbar, to put him down, to slander him, you are actually playing with fire. Fire. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala save us. In the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said that every day after Fajr in the morning, all the body organs, the body parts, make a sincere plea to the tongue. That, إِنِ اسْتَقَمْتَ اسْتَقَمْنَا وَإِنْ أَعْوَجَجْتَ أَعْوَجَجْنَا أَوْ كَمَا قَالَ عَلَيْهِ الصَّلَاةُ وَالسَّلَامُ And they make a sincere plea to the tongue, all the body parts. That if you are straight today, then we are safe to the tongue. Agar tumari isla ho jaye, so, din bar hame rahat or sukhon. Wa in a'wajajna, and if you go bent, then we are unsafe. Because the impact does not fall on the tongue, but on the, on the body. The body is tortured because of the tongue. The tongue is safe inside. Every day, a plea is made to the tongue. Wasallam was sitting with the companions. And he said to the companions, Ayyul a'mali ahabbu ilallah. Do you know which action is the most beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And out of the respect of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Fasakatu, the companions did not reply. They knew exactly the style of how Abu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would put the, the question forward to them. Anticipating the reply to be very soon. And they stayed quiet and Abu Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said to them, 
Hifzul Lisan. Hifzul Lisan. The protection of your tongue is the greatest deed in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The greatest na'mah is, is, is given to that individual who has full control of his tongue. That is why in the hadith it comes that salvation is for that person who has this habit of staying quiet. Man In the hadith it comes, Man kana yu'minu billahi wal akhir. Anyone who believes in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala affirms to la ilaha illallah and who believes on the day of qiyamah فَلْيَقُلْ خَيْرًا Then with his tongue he should only utter words that are good and beneficial. أَوْ لِيَسْمُتْ Or otherwise he should be quiet. There is no harm in staying quiet. Instead of yapping away, yapping away, Allahu Akbar, relentlessly, without even uh, the slightest fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that I am making ghibat, or I am making namima, chugal khori, or I am swearing, or I am lying, kizb. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the hadith has mentioned, al-kizbu yusawwidul wajha, that lies blacken the face of a mu'min. The glow of iman is taken away from that Muslim mu'min who has this habit of lying. Every second minute, he will fabricate something, polish up something new for you with the intention that he wants the group around him to enjoy his company. And for that, even if he has to lie, he will lie. Not realizing Allahu Akbar but Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha said that أبغض الخلق إلى رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم الكذب أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام The mother of the believers, Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha said that the worst character which was most hated by Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam was that individual who would lie, who would speak lies, jute bolna. Abu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ko intihai taur par aise insaan se nafrat thi. We are the believers. Kunu ma'at sadiqeen. Stay with those people who are truthful. In the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Abu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Kaburat khiyanatan. The highest degree of khiyanat. The highest degree of dishonesty. كَبُرَتْ خِيَانَةً أَن تُحَدِّثَ أَخَاكَ حَدِيثًا That you speak, you give information to your Muslim brother. هُوَ لَكَ مُصَدِّقٌ And that Muslim brother believes every word that you have spoken to him. وَأَنْتَ لَهُ كَاذِبٌ أَوْ كَمَا قَالَ عَلَيْهِ السَّلَاةُ وَالسَّلَامُ And in reality you have spoken to him nothing but false and lies and you have cheated him. And that Muslim brother takes you to be truthful. That is the highest degree of khianat, dishonesty that a Muslim can indulge into. Unfortunately for the Muslims today, we are only Muslims in the masjid. The minute we leave the masjid, some of, them don't, some of us don't even read the dua, Allahumma in yas'aluka min fadlik. Just dash out from the masjid without reading the sunnah or even making dua. Dashing out of the masjid, cigarettes in the hand, continuing chit-chatting, Allahu Akbar. For us, ibadat is only namaz. We judge a Muslim only by that person who has got a beard. 
For us, Islam is only that person who gives zakat, saum. No, that is hukukullah. That is hukukullah. These are the rights of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Islam is a way of life. Islam should be stamped on the eyes, on the tongue, on the ears, on the face, on the fingers. On every body part, Islam should be, Allahu Akbar, visible. He is a mu'min, he is a Muslim. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran says, وَلَا تَجَسَّسُوا O Muslims, don't become agents. Don't become spies. Jasusi mat karo, Musliman bhai ki. You live in a terraced house. Looking at the opposite window. Who comes out from that house? Who goes into that house? What is happening? What is not happening? Jasusi mat karo. That is not the sunnah. Don't spy. Don't conspire. On the identity of your Muslim brother. Allahu Akbar, do your own work. Have fear of your own kabr. Allahu Akbar, inna akramakum indallahi atqaakum. Allah does the judging. He is the master. He is Malik. He is Khalik. Not us. I am not in that position and nor are you in that position. Wala tajistasu. Don't become spies. Jasusi Matkaro, don't expose your Muslim brother. Don't expose your Muslim brother. For Wallahi Lazim, any Muslim brother who exposes that which Allah has kept private and secret, then for sure before his death, Allah will expose him in this world, his progeny in this world. And on the day of Qiyamah, in Madani Hashar, he will be exposed in front of all Anbiya alayhim salatu wassalam. This is in Quran, not even in the Hadith. Qat'i, wala tajassasu, jasusi mat karo. Think good of your Muslim brother. Think good of your Muslim brother. If there are 90 qualities that are bad, and that 10 quality is good, still think good of him. This is what Imam Adam Abu Hanifa rahmatullah alayhi would give fatwa to. If there were, if 90% the characteristic of that individual was such that fatwa could be given for him to be a kafir. And only ten befits that individual to be a mu'min. The fatwa would be given according to the fiqh of Abu Hanifa rahmatullah alayhi, that he's a mu'min. Unless he has violated the qat'i, the mutawatir of the Qur'an and hadith to reject the Qur'an. Or hadith mutawatir and all of the fuqaha, what, however they decide and how they, they judge. But generally, wala tajassasu. Jasusi mat kiya karo. Apne iman ko mat becho paiso ki wajase. For fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Have the love. Ummati marhuma. Every Muslim is the ummat of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Aaf sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has this unique attachment with that individual. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, وَلَا يَغْتَبْ بَعْدُكُمْ بَعْدًا And don't make ghibat of your Muslim brother. Ek dusre ki ghibat na karo. And even for the Muslim mothers and sisters listening at home, don't chit-chat away and make gossip of what is happening. Fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
Imam Bukhari rahmatullah alayhi would say on the day of Qiyamah when I would stand in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and when I will be accounted for all my action, I am 100% confident that the heinous sin of Jibat will not be in my book of deeds. Allahu Akbar. From the age of puberty till death, I have never done Jibat of my Muslim brother. Never ever. Who am I to judge my Muslim brother? Who am I? How can I talk bad about my Muslim brother? There is this unique bonding, this love between the Muslims, that should be there which is not there today. Today we want to sell the identity of, a, of, of Muslim brothers for 10 pounds, for frivolous amount, 4 pounds, maybe we'll do anything, Allah But even if we have to rob your Muslim brother, we, we are prepared to do it. We won't buy an item from, from Muslims. If it is 10 pence extra or more expensive, it'd rather go to someone else. That is the level of Iman with us. Now, 10 penny wadare che mongi. But we don't think in the other way that if our Muslim brothers become rich, they will give zakat. After all, who is earning that money? He is your Muslim brother. If he has got a beautiful car, who is he? He is your Muslim brother. If he has got a beautiful house, who is he? He is your Muslim brother. Why are you making hasad? What is the meaning and the purpose of hasad? Why? What is burning into your heart? How he is? Allah blesses anyone. And Allah blesses everyone. This is the defect that is killing the ummah today. Jeebat. 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 And what is Jeebat? Jeebat, Allahu Akbar, personally I have not seen in the Qur'an, I am just the khadim of ulama, I don't claim my ilm to be something like an ocean to be Allahu Akbar, my knowledge is deficient, and with my deficiency I say that in the Qur'an, personally I have not seen any sin that is described in the Qur'an like how Jeebat is described. Allah says, أَيُحِبُّ أَحَدُكُمْ أَنْ يَأْكُلَ لَحْمَ أَخِيهِ مَيْتًا If you are doing gibbet, it is like as if you are eating the flesh of your dead Muslim brother. Do you like that? فَكَرِيْتُمُهُ Nobody likes that. وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهِ Then fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In the time of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, sahabai kiram ajma'een, in, in a gathering someone did gibbet of Hajjaj bin Yusuf, Abdullah ibn Umar said to him, even Hajjaj bin Yusuf, after killing so many Muslims, you are not in that position to make jibat of Hajjaj bin Yusuf. This was the fear they had. Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun. What is jibat? And some of the people say, oh, Malisa mung kai dito na thi, uena hamu bhi boli karu. To bolni hamu? Bolni hamu? Pachari hum bol, hamu bol. Even that is Hebat. Even if you roll your sleeves up and say, I can, what I have said to you, I can speak to him in front of his face, then do so. No, you are a liar. Forgive me. That is still classified as a Hebat. Amma Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha. Imagine when she saw Hazrat Safiya radiallahu ta'ala anha. Naturally, in the system of co-wives, there is this element of jealousy. When she saw Hazrat Safiya radiallahu ta'ala anha, she said to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in fact, some of the muhaddis say that she indicated with her hands that, O oh, Prophet of Allah, she is short in stature. She is short. Aap sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Maisha Siddiqa was the beloved. Huzur alayhi salatu wa sallam got angry with her and said, O oh, Aisha, 
you have just done ghibat. As Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha said, Ya Rasulullah, I have only given the correct description of Hazrat Sophia. Aap sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, because it is the correct description, it is jibat. If it was the false description, it is allegation and accusation, it is tahmat. Allahu Akbar. Repent. In fact, in another hadith, Huzur alayhi salatu wa salam said to Aisha, just because she gave a clear description of Hazrat Sophia, that she is short. Wasallam said that this sin of Gibbet, and for you to say she is short, if this sin was to be polluted in the oceans, then everything in the ocean would die off. This is the gravity of the sins that we conveniently, Allahu Akbar, continue to indulge in. اور غیبت کرتے رہتے ہیں امام عظم ابو حنیفہ رحمت اللہ علیہ was famously known that in his majlis the students were well aware of the fact that غیبت no one should do غیبت غیبت is gunai kabira a major sin he was explaining to the pupils that when you do غیبت automatically there is a transfer of that individual's good deeds into that person's good deeds who is being subjected to Gibbet. Transfer Hazrat Sufyan al a contemporary of Imam Adam Abu Hanifa Rahmatullah alayhi, two moments inshallah. Someone said to him that, what is the maqam of Imam Adam Abu Hanifa Rahmatullah alayhi, the status of Abu Hanifa? Hazrat Sufyan al-Thawri Rahmatullah alayhi stood up and he said, I have never seen a miser like Abu Hanifa. I Imam Abu Hanifa ki admi kisi ko nahi dekha. I have never seen a miser like Abu Hanifa. And the people, Allahu Akbar, contradicted him and they said to him, to Hazrat Sufyan al-Thawri, that how can that be? The generosity of Imam Adam Abu Hanifa is famous. How can he be a miser bakhil? Hazrat Sufyan Sauri rahmatullah said to them that the nature of Abu Hanifa is such that he is not prepared to give anything that is in his possession and on the contrary he is willing to take everything from all the other people's possession. So the student says, how is that Hazrat? We have never known that. He says that I know Imam Abu Hanifa rahmatullah alayhi. Imam Adam Abu Hanifa rahmatullah alayhi never makes gibbet of anyone. Plus, all his good actions and good deeds are secured and protected. And yet, because he's a famous scholar and a great alim, the entire world wants to make his gibbet. And so what happens, there is this automatic transfer that all the good deeds of those people who are making, who are backbiting and making gibbet of Abu Hanifa, their good deeds are transferred automatically to Abu Hanifa rahmatullah alayhi. That is why I say to you, Imam Abu Hanifa is bakhil and a miser. Not the financial miser, not economically speaking. Let us become bakhil, let us stop gibbet. Let us fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let us fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Perform your salat, do the obligations that Allah has made for on us. And make sure that whatever we utter out from this tongue, it's monitored. Hundred percent. Never ever make tawbah of ghibat. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all the tawfiq to make amal on what has been said. Wa akhiru dawana. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.